Morning, y'all. I'm Katie Kamen, and it's Wednesday, October 5th. On this date in 1947, President Harry Truman delivered the first televised White House address. The topic, the world food crisis. On this date in 1989, a jury in Charlotte convicted former PTL evangelist Jim Baker of using his TV show to defraud followers. He was initially sentenced to 45 years in prison, but he would be freed after serving just four and a half years. And on this date in 2020, President Donald Trump returned to the White House from a military hospital. He'd been receiving an unprecedented level of care for COVID-19. But Trump immediately ignited new controversy by declaring that despite his illness, the nation should not fear the virus. Now let's head over to the Live 5 First Alert Weather Center for your Wednesday forecast. And good Wednesday morning to you, meteorologist Joey Sovan here. Off to a cool start here on our Wednesday morning. Grab a jacket of coat as you head out the door. Send the kids off to the bus stop. will be about 70 degrees by lunchtime. Up in the mid-70s this afternoon. Sunny, beautiful day ahead. The wind a little bit lighter out there out of the north and west today. And a mild evening, although we'll start to cool down pretty quickly as we head towards sunset. Tomorrow morning we'll start out in the mid-50s. So cool mornings continue, but the afternoons will get a little bit warmer. 80 on Thursday, 82 mostly sunny Friday this weekend. A few more clouds around Saturday into Sunday, but still some sunshine mixed in both days. High temperatures will cool just a little bit. Saturday at 78 will be around 74 on Sunday. You're listening to Morning Y'all, your local headlines and first alert weather forecast from the Low Country's news leader, Live 5 News. Morning, y'all, is sponsored by MUSC Health. Join a team that's changing what's possible. MUSC Health is hiring for all locations and various positions, including radiology, path and lab, maintenance, and a number of other professions. Find out more about the competitive pay rates and benefits or review a more comprehensive list of current openings at muschealth.org slash careers. MUSC Health, changing what's possible. Now let's get your Wednesday headlines. Charleston is conducting an equitable economic mobility initiative to get feedback from people that live in the 29403 zip code. That's the part of the peninsula that stretches from Calhoun Street up a little past Braswell Street. The city wants to know how to improve the community there and get more information about what people need as far as financial and economic resources. City officials say this is the first project at this level of engagement with residents. The city hopes to create more relationships with business owners, especially black-owned businesses. They say the 29403 area lacks resident-level data, but a survey as well as focus groups can help with that. We really haven't had a method by which to do that. So um, that's why we're doing this is so that we create those avenues of communication with residents and with businesses um, so that they feel comfortable coming to the city and it's, um, you know, a, a comfortable relationship. If you do live in that 29403 area, focus groups will be tonight and tomorrow. For more information on times and locations, as well as that digital survey, you can go to live5news.com and look under the big red box.
Historic investments will soon be made in South Carolina's two land grant university. $70 million is headed to South Carolina State and Clemson for a new program that will make farming across the state more climate friendly. Now, the program is specifically focused on growers of peanuts, leafy greens, beef, cattle, and forest. SE State and Clemson are partnering with 27 groups across the state who will in turn bring the program to farmers, potentially hundreds of them, if they want to take part. Now, the people leading that partnership say it will increase the acreage and number of farmers using conservation practices that will then boost South Carolina's water quality and biodiversity and improve greenhouse gases. Congressman Jim Clyburn, who helped secure the grant, noted it will mainly benefit, benefit the state's small farmers. Emily, my late wife, came from a little 22-acre farm in Berkeley County. I know what these small farming families can mean going forward. This is the kind of program that will assist them in making a living. Money from the grant will last for five years. 70 total projects around the country are receiving money from the USDA through the program. The $70 million is also the single largest award from the federal government in both SC State and Clemson's histories. Charleston County Sheriff's deputies are still investigating a deadly collision between a truck and a train that happened yesterday. It happened on Salters Hill Road in the Ravenel area, and we now know the driver of that truck has died after being taken to the hospital. Anna Harris has a breakdown of what exactly happened. I was on the scene while St. Paul's Fire Department and Charleston County Sheriff's Office responded to the crash. For perspective, this happened on Salters Hill Road near Drayton Street in St. Mark's AME Church. I spoke with one person that lived close by who got a closer look at the accident. If you take a look at your screen, you can see just how bad the collision was and the damage to the truck involved. According to fire officials, the train pushed the truck about a mile down the tracks before coming to a stop. Andrew Knapp with Charleston County Sheriff's Office says this collision happened just before 4.30 p.m. Knapp says the driver was removed from the vehicle and was taken to the hospital in serious condition. The Charleston County's traffic unit is investigating the collision. The train is owned and operated by CSX, who confirms that none of its employees on the train were hurt. In the newsroom, Anna Harris, Live 5 News. And CSX also gave us a statement following the accident. The company says, quote, CSX appreciates the swift response of Charleston County first responders, and we will work on scene to support local law enforcement as they investigate. Firefighters are working to determine what caused a battery in a garbage truck to explode, which led to a fire that destroyed two cars and damaged two houses in the Cane Bay area. Berkeley Fire and EMS crews were called to the area just after noon yesterday. You can see just how big those flames got after the truck's battery exploded. Officials say two homes were damaged from radiant heat, mostly melted siding with no damage to the actual structure. But two cars nearby were totaled after the fire. According to authorities, no injuries have been reported. The Dorchester County coroner has identified the two victims killed in an apartment fire on Old Trolley Road in Somerville. Authorities found the bodies of 48-year-old Frenzy Hazare and her 15-year-old son, Durov Chosky. They lived in the Somerville Station Apartments. That fire happened the morning of September 29th. MUSC performed an autopsy to determine the cause of death. The case is still under investigation. 
Well, breast cancer is the most commonly diagnosed cancer among South Carolina women, according to the American Cancer Society. To recognize Breast Cancer Awareness Month, one local hospital is hosting a series of events to demonstrate its commitment to fighting breast cancer. Our Molly McBride spoke to the program director of Roper St. Francis Breast Care and joins us now live with more information about these particular events. Good morning, Molly. Yeah, Roper St. Francis says they have a commitment to the health of our community and events that spread awareness, raise funding or provide free resources are a big part of that. On Thursday, the hospital is hosting a free breast cancer screening event. At the event, they will offer free physical exams and mammographies designed for under funded and uninsured patients. On Friday, a pink fire truck will visit each of the hospital's campuses. Employees, physicians, and patients at each campus are encouraged to sign the fire truck in honor of a loved one who has fought breast cancer. And last, on Saturday, Roper St. Francis is hosting their fourth annual pink promenade catwalk and cocktails fundraiser. All proceeds go directly to Roper St. Francis Foundation to support their breast cancer program so they can host more events like the free screenings tomorrow. We're a nonprofit hospital and I mean we have a commitment um, to the health of our community and so uh, breast cancer screening is just one component but it is a very important component. Last I heard, all spots for those free screenings are filled, but Dr. Albanese encourages those interested to still give a call because he does expect some cancellations. That number is on your screen, but for more information about all of the events, visit live5news.com and click on the story. Reporting live in Charleston, Molly McBride, Live 5 News. The annual Mojo Arts Festival celebrating African-American and Caribbean culture was set to start last week, but some events were postponed due to Hurricane Ian. However, City of Charleston officials, they say there are plenty of events still happening this week as they wrap up the festival. Our Lauren Quinlan joins us live from the Charleston County Main Library. So, Lauren, what events are happening there today? Starting at 9.30, the Harambee Dance Company will be showcasing their version and new style of African dance for children and families here at the library. It is free and open for anyone to join. The Moja Arts Festival highlights the different African-American and Caribbean contributions to Western cultures, but specifically the rich black history right here in South Carolina. Scott Watson with the City of Charleston says each year, with the help of volunteers and sponsors, they put on events throughout the city that range from visual arts, music, and storytelling. Moja is a Swahili word that means one, and Watson says this name is appropriate for the festival because it brings the community together to celebrate the rich history, creativity, and excellence of those in the community. Aside from celebrating the arts, Watson says they make it a point to share the experience with students in the area by getting them involved. Local students can participate in school-wide book reading sessions, physical activities, and more. City of Charleston officials say they are still working to reschedule some crowd favorites like the reggae concert that was supposed to happen last week. So to stay up to date, you can visit their Facebook page at Moj Arts Festival or just click on this story on Live5News.com for a link. Reporting live in Charleston, Lauren Quinlan, Live 5 News. Celebrating birthdays today, actor Clive Barker is 70. Astrophysicist and Cosmos host Neil deGrasse Tyson is 64. Actor Guy Pierce is 55. Actress Kate Winslet is 47, and actor Jesse Eisenberg is 39. Thanks so much for starting your morning with Live 5 News. We hope you'll make a habit out of it. I'm Katie Kamen. I'll talk to you tomorrow.
Thanks for listening to Morning, y'all. Produced every weekday morning and sponsored by MUSC Health. Be sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts or listen anytime at live5news.com slash podcasts. And download the free Live 5 News app for your mobile device for the latest local news and weather updates 24-7 from Live 5 News, the Low Country's news leader.